SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. We value your views and therefore invite you to connect with us at SAFM Radio, both Twitter and Facebook, and hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. And uh, what's our voice notes on 0614104107? And uh, give us a call on 0891104207, which should be stored on your phone already. And SMS is at 40938 charged at only 150 per SMS. And right now we're talking the 17th annual Harvest Festival. Festival, and this is called Kwanzaa, um, a call to empower African children. I'm, I'm loving the way African children, young people, African young people are getting more and more interested in who they are and seeking and asking questions. And, and that is going to help us have a woke generation, um, a generation that uh, seeks to connect uh, to Nizalwangobani, who is your ancestor, who's your parent. And uh, joining us in studio to tell us about um, Ebukosini Solutions in collaboration with Doke, Umoja, Eben, uh, Culture and Partners. Uh, will be hosting an opening ceremony for the 17th annual Kwanzaa um, because it's not just one day. And, and um, to tell us more about this, Baba Buntu is joining us from, uh, he's a Pan-Africanist and uh, he's executive director of Ebukosuni Solutions. Good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, sis Griselda, and uh, good afternoon to all the listeners. Very important conversations that uh, we don't have as often as we should. So true. Uh, 17 years later, What's going to be different this time around before we even teach about what Kwanzaa is? You know, the beauty of Kwanzaa is that we are inviting the whole Pan-African community. And you know, uh, we come from different walks of life. We come from different ideologies. We come from different experiences. And for me, just to see a huge... Uh, uh, um, representation of the the diversities that we represent as African people Mm -hmm. that in itself I can never get tired of it and it, it, it kind of presents itself slightly different every year. Mm -hmm. So maybe if the crowd is a little bit younger, then that is reflected. If it's a little bit older, then Mm -hmm. that is reflected. If there's many people from other countries, that kind of comes into it. So it takes on a bit of a different nature, although there's also kind of a sameness to it. So for a person listening to this conversation and thinking, well, we do Christmas uh, and and I didn't know that there's Kwanzaa, uh, how do you explain that to them? Okay, so... We don't really even have to discuss Christmas. Uh, Kwanzaa stands on its own. Uh, If you want to celebrate Christmas, we're not going to interfere with that. Mm -hmm. That is your own celebration. But I think, consider this. How many times a year do you attend an African celebration that is part Mm -hmm. of an African calendar? Not just Africa Day or like Heritage Day or those days, but like a significant day in the African calendar. And I think what is beautiful about Kwanzaa is that it comes directly from indigenous harvest festivals. It's an indigenous Mm -hmm. way of celebrating and giving thanks when the crops have come. Mm. Um, yes, and we do it on the 26th of December, uh, or we start on the 26th of December, and that's more for alignment, just to kind of know that every day, every year, that's the date that we're going to mark and, and, and have a week celebration. Uh, but it's also so it's from the 26th, a week long celebration. A week long, seven days, yes. Uh-huh. So uh, what I think 
is so beautiful about this is that, you know, we are an agricultural continent. So we also put a lot of emphasis on the land. I mean, we've been discussing land for a long time now, and mm-hmm. I think this year we have even taken it a step further. But I think we mustn't also forget what, what, what land means in a spiritual sense, relating to the land, how it reflects on us, what it is to us, that it's not just a piece that we should own individually, but actually for common empowerment. Mm. And, and in, a, in a symbolic sense, that's important too. And people ask, what, do we, what are we celebrating if we don't have the land, if that's we don't it. have a good economy, if we are not happy because with our leaders? This is about harvest. You need land to be able to plow. That's, that's very true. Mm. And I think, you know, let's not also forget that there are more farmers coming on board. There are mm. more land being distributed. There are more people who are ready to but now. But most of them are more commercially focused than they are about this is an African identity. That's true. And that's what I think is often missing from the discussion, the spiritual component. Mm-hmm. And I speak to a lot of young people who are now waking up because, you know, for a long time, farming has been boring. It's not yeah. something that works. But now young people are starting to wake up to see it both from an economical point of view mm. and we're trying to also feed them the spiritual side of that conversation. Mm, mm, mm. So, so let's talk about what actually happens Yes. So on the 26th, we are starting with an opening ceremony. And what we do, we do invite our ancestors. We do it in a spiritual way. And people shouldn't be afraid, even if they feel that that's not the way they like to celebrate. We even give people the permission if they like to go outside exactly when that happens because they feel a bit uncomfortable. That's also okay. We're not pressurizing anybody. What does that mean, though? Um, Because I can hear someone saying, there's the voodoo part. Yes, exactly. (laughs) What that means is that we use drums Uh to call our spirits and to kind of root ourselves. We we may have some of our traditional healers present that help us to call our ancestors and remember them. Mm. And I think this is what the central point of this is. We want to remember where we come from. It's not about evoking strange things or going into awkward spaces. It's about remembering that we've been around. Don't allow your mind to take you there, (laughs) please. It's about remembering that we have been on this continent for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And we come from a very powerful history that we at the very least must remember so that we can also position uh, the the wisdom and the knowledge and the science and the greatness that we once were known for. Uh, And as we live in these times of, of many tribulations and many uh, uh, challenges, I think it's so beautiful just what you said in the opening that young people are now actually guiding us. Yeah. They are asking the relevant questions. They are breaking down barriers. They are saying, let's go into an Africa that because we can actually understand. Because their parents were scared of acknowledging that so they are African and this fear. is what it means. We have spent so much time being fearful and being yeah. apologetic and excusing mm. this. And this is all about not being apologetic, not being fearful, actually mm. bringing it all out. And it's a celebration of purpose. It's not just a mindless dance or, or, or entertainment. Mm. We bring in entertaining aspects, of course, Poetry, music, dance, but it's it's very much about us taking stock as Africans. Have we gotten any further as African people? Do we feel that we are seeing a future that we can uh, be be, be um, uh, that we can anticipate and really see us yeah. going forward through? And also the the, the topic this year uh, is uh, rebuilding the village, empowering our Ooh. children. How do we? Where do we even start? Where do we start? Remember, yeah. we, we used to say uh, it takes a village to raise a child. That's, a, that's exactly, exactly it. And today we have orphanages. That's the thing. We have and uh, even homelessness homes so and, and soup kitchens and and even in homes where there is a parent and a child, sometimes that house is full of ice, or there's a communication mm, breakdown mm, between generations, mm. or some children don't even look forward to go home. There's no storytelling anymore. There's no storytelling. Transfer there's no time. People are on their phones. People are in separate rooms people mm. come 
home late. So we also want to ask this. And we don't necessarily come in with a definite answer. We want to ask, what would the village mean? I mean, in the maybe more symbolic and practical sense. Because what, it, what lies behind that is that parenthood is supposed to be a place of, or growing up should be a place of belonging, being nurtured, and being disciplined by many. You don't have to be a biological parent to have access to a child. So what should that mean when we don't necessarily live in villages, especially in urban areas? Mm-hmm. And what should it mean when many parents maybe feel that actually parenting is a very lonely space? They feel very alone. They feel criticized. They feel judged. Many single parents feel that they are not matching up. They feel there's judgment towards them. Why are you a single parent? What, 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 what kind of village do we need and how do we build and maintain that? So it's really an open question and we want to engage people in dialogues. We want to engage children in dialogues. We want to, we want to hear from our elders. We want to hear from our wisdom uh, speakers. From children. We want to hear from children. How are you going to change the elders' uh, belief in uh, children must just be seen and not heard? <laughs> you know what? During Kwanzaa, there is a, when the opening ceremony, there's a segment where children come in and they are on stage for about half an hour and they explain our... Uh, the principles that Kwanzaa stands for, principles mm. like unity, self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. And they explain it from a children's point of view. And you oh, should see the goodness. crowd. People stand up, people shout, people scream. And in acknowledgement of children who are actually reminding them about something that they probably know, but we tend to forget. We tend to just look at these uh, uh, names as taglines or hashtags mm, or, 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 mm. or, 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 or just, just sentences that are not so meaningful. Or backward conversations. Exactly. But here children come and say, as an African, we must stand together, whoa. hand in hand. And you, you, you get chills. Mm. You feel like, whoa, these children are really speaking the truth. They are woke. They are woke. <laughs> more than me. <laughs> so what does that say about me? Oh. Gosh, and and I guess, um, you know, you can only receive this uh, when you allow yourself to be a student of life and and be teachable. Um, So so one of the challenges about us as South Africans, uh, let alone regarding ourselves as part of a a bigger African society, Mm -hmm. village, community, we we don't have a common understanding of how we connect to being African. And I say this because yesterday I was watching uh, in horror and, and, and on mm. Sunday, we're saying it's a day of reconciliation. Yeah. But all the national events only had a certain race group. Yeah. Does that mean we want to re- reconcile um, a, a specific right. people by themselves? Do other races in South Africa not feel the need yeah. for us to reconcile and mm. have a common goal? Because apartheid was a messed up system Completely. and it messed people up. Yeah. And it is it is kind of ironic that the people who were oppressed the most by this system are the ones that seems to be more eager Reaching than anyone out. else to reach out. And maybe to the detriment of ourselves, uh, we not so, so so Kwanzaa is not so much about reaching out; it's actually about reaching in. So it's kind of mm. a family conversation or dialogue or celebration where we really want to take stock of ourselves, bringing our elders in, bringing our children in, mm. bringing our youth in, and ask, what are we doing for us? What are we yeah. doing for? Who are we as exactly. we do? Why do we complain about education and we seem like we, we walk as if our hands are tied to mm. create schools or educational Change Saturday classes? Exactly. We can actually do this. So Kwanzaa is an inspiration for what you're going to do in 2019. So yeah. if you are sitting at home thinking, what am I really doing next year? You will find mm. out at Kwanzaa, I can guarantee you. 
And I'm going to be asking where um, do we connect to this and where exactly it's going to be happening. Um, but first, I'd like to um, extend an invitation to our family listening to this conversation right now at SAFM Radio. Both on Twitter and Facebook is where you find us. And you can hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live and uh, give us a call on 0891-104-207. WhatsApp voice note on 0614-104-107. SMSs. At four zero nine three eight, charged at one hundred and fifty per SMS. Call SAFM right now, now on zero eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. All right, uh, we're having a conversation about uh, Kwanza and Baba Buntu is with us in studio. He's a Pan-Africanist and executive director of Ebu Kosini Solutions. And uh, we're talking about uh, this celebration of life, the celebration of connecting to how Africans do things. And that includes raising our children as a village. And uh, let, let's talk about where exactly is this going to be happening and what does the program look like this year? Okay, so the opening ceremony is on the 26th of December. It starts at 12 o'clock at Dorke Rooftop, which is a building and a venue downtown Johannesburg on 1 Elof Street. Uh, for those who are driving, there will be safe parking. There, you will be able to park your car there. You take the lift up to the third floor and then there will be several rooms. One will be where we have the main ceremony, where we will have some speeches, we will have poetry, we will have dance, we will have music, and we will we'll have a very uh, 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 igniting and, and, and inspirational program there. Uh, bring your children. Please bring children. It's mm. very, very important. They will have their own corner for part of the program where they will do, we call it an African educational play school. Okay. So they do playful I'm glad activities. You added play school because right. oftentimes when you have these uh, adult yeah. created events, they're overwhelming for children so and they true. end and up they just getting sit there bored. and have to listen to the to one performer after the yeah. other. No, this is engaging activities and there will be ac- activities for the toddlers, for the those who are 5, 6, 7 and those who are even 10, 11, 12. And what they will do, they will also prepare to come into the main program and mm. ha- they're going to decide how they want to present the seven principles of Kwanzaa and what they want to remind us of. And that always is a very, very touching moment. And I guess it's time for you to take us to the reminder of what those principles are. It is. It is. And let me just say them out. I mean, we, 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 so some people ask this, why do you use Kiswahili, Kwanzaa, Nguzo, Saba, Umoja? Why can't we use South African languages? And we're not saying we shouldn't use South African languages. I think we come from an understanding that the South African celebrations of, of Kwanzaa even are many. They are Onkosi, mm. they are Inkwala, they are Lomolo, Holomo, they are Inkwala. There are so many. But since Kwanzaa has kind of been established, we, we feel that it's, it's an okay umbrella to, to also gather under. The principles, the first principles is, is unity. Uh-huh. And, and maybe it sounds a bit self-explanatory, but we struggle with mm-hmm. unity. You what know how we much uniting? we struggle on a daily basis. And we also need to understand that in South Africa, we have been brainwashed into almost feeling a comfort zone when we are with people who look like us, act like us, eat like us, and speak like mm. us. When people are speaking a different language already, we are like, why is he speaking like that? Where is he from? We have a term. Why is he we have a term yeah, for them. We, we say they are makwalakwer. Exactly. And which is tragic. And it makes absolutely no sense for a, mm. for a continent 
continent that for thousands of years was so integrated where we were not so busy with what kind of language do you speak yes we were proud of it but mm. it was never a barrier for doing trade for inviting people into our homes we had a curiosity and a need for each other you so could that's travel what, from one continent or one place to another without true. even booking accommodation exactly because someone is going to open their home somewhere. that's right and we Cape need Tonins, to get back to that i'm on my way to cape town <laughs> exactly. open your homes please <laughs> We're doing our our country tour now. Uh, that's it. <laughs> exactly. That's it. We're doing this the African way. That's right. Yeah. Then we also have self-determination. And I think it speaks to what we just brought up now. We need to also determine what do we want Africa to be? That's it. Not just complain about what others seem to shape it into. Mm -hmm. So we say, oh, these people are invading. These people are taking over this. But when are we going to also take our power to say, you cannot do this. You're yeah. going to have to lease this, not own it yeah. on our terms for as long as we say this is this is all and working for us. Because right now, when you listen to um, the current mayor of Johannesburg, he's talking about uh, some of these illegal trades that are right. happening in Johannesburg, uh, counterfeit goods. And right. you ask yourself, I mean, who's controlling exactly. uh, where they land? Exactly. And, exactly. and who ensures that these things are land up in our streets, in True. our shops? True. And then it becomes the, the person on the street who probably has this as their only source of income. That's it. Who gets to jail or gets taken their business away. Not those who are actually manufacturing. Manufacturing this to, to and sending these exactly, things as exactly. imports and exports. True. So it's an important conversation as well. Mm. Then the third principle is collective work and responsibility. And that means it speaks to unity again. Mm. But I think, you know, you mentioned woke. And I, I feel sometimes that wokeness also need to marry the term hard work because yeah. part of wokeness to me seems to be to sit on Twitter, sit on Facebook, like and post. And I do understand that there's significance partly in that as well. Mm -hmm. But hard work also means you need to get out of your house. You need to be out there. You need to help your neighbor. You need to see that there's an elder on your street who cannot go to make her own shopping. You will do that for and with her. That's it. We need to get out of our houses. We need to be a community that works. Mm. So that's what I feel really lies behind that responsibility that we take for each other. Then there's cooperative economics. Mm -hmm. And that means we need to buy from each other. I need to go to Criselda's shop, not say, why should I empower mm -hmm. her? She's just going to squander the money. I don't want her to be rich. No, I want Criselda to be rich because yeah. that means at one point I can go to her after 20 years of service saying, would you, would you be able to fund my child's education? Maybe I can, ha maybe I can get a exactly stipend from Criselda. We need to invest in each other. We are so scared mm -hmm. of our own power. We really need to invest in each other economically. The fifth principle is purpose. And I think what that really speaks to, and we, we mentioned how young people are waking up to new questions, yeah. but many struggle with purpose. Mm. So they ask a lot of questions, but they don't know where to go. Or even internalize the responses. Exactly. Um, to them, it's more about uh, being curious. True. True. Yeah. But we also need purpose. And purpose means that you slowly and gradually get to understand in which direction you're supposed to go. Uh, life values, how you look at family, what, you, what your vocation is in life. But purpose is something very deep. And mm. many of us struggle with that. I mean, we've just seen this year, especially uh, how uh, depression and even suicide oh, has gosh. become a huge, 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 huge yeah. problem. And I, I want to anchor a lot of that in this. Many people struggle with purpose. Why am I alive? What's mm. the point of my Why life? Why am I here? And that's a responsibility of all of us, Griselda. Why are we not telling our young people what is their worth? Why they are here? Why we need them? How can we allow young people to question, why am I alive? That's, 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 we cannot continue that. 
The sixth principle is creativity. Mm. And I think maybe it goes without saying, but I think many of us, and especially I want to call out those of us who say we have education and papers and things like that. Sometimes we are very boring. <laughs> we are very boring. We sit and talk, intellectual talk for a long time. Yeah. And young people are looking at us and say, what are you talking about? Can I see the result of what you're talking about? We also need to be creative about how we raise our children, how we, how we bring educational components into mm. playful spaces for children, how we sustain our marriage in our relationships we break up every single day That's we hate it. each other we need creativity to find ourselves and also to be able to work together even within the family even within the family it's doable it's possible it's possible so once again let's uh, go back oh the last number one. yeah yes. number seven the last one is faith and faith wow. is not necessarily only in a religious sense it can be that too mm. but it's really about believing in our parents believing mm. in our children believing in our leaders believing in our community and our purpose and the future that we are collectively creating so it's a deep sense of commitment because when i have faith in something i'm not just thinking maybe i'll see probably no i'm actually marching for that i'm working for that you will find me busy doing something that i believe in and we need to believe in us so let's go back to um i, I would like us I know that it's a bit unrelated, but in a way it is. Uh, the, the, what I was talking about earlier on, about fetching spirits of people who have passed on our yes. roads. How important is this? Um, because we do things in different ways. And unfortunately, as African people, we are the ones who get affected in disconnecting it's to true. who we are and how we're supposed to be doing things. You know, I want to say something in relation to that because you're mentioning something very important. We need to understand what happens to us as a people when we stop observing the wisdom of spirituality on this continent. Like you said, when we don't fetch the spirit of those yeah. who have passed. Yeah. Because people have started to add or allow other people to inform us that this is occult, this is demonic, this is satanic. It is not. It's about purity. It's about life. It's about cleansing. And what happens to young generations who become products of many unresolved spiritual matters over generations? Mm. Do you know how many young people are being called to or are being called and getting messages that they don't know how to interpret these days? And because we only think that everyone who gets a calling must go into us, not everyone has to go into us, but there's a spiritual gift that is given to young people because young people seem to be the only segment of our population that is open to questions. Many of us are completely shut down. Mm. We don't want to consider anything that comes from our past, that comes from our history. We have already labeled it that it's dangerous. It's not something we want to, 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 to get involved in. So young people are left with a lot of callings that sometimes they can't interpret and we need to help them and guide them. So you are very right. This When we walk away from spiritual work that we need to collectively do, it comes back and it haunts mm. us it disempowers us and uh, uh blessings maposa says uh, south african citizens are just a big joke oh um, okay you, you see and 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 he's responding to um the question we asked earlier mm. uh, that uh, uh, why do we complain about education and walk as if right. our hands are tied yeah. and we can't do anything mm. why don't we come together and look for solutions yeah.
Well, you know what, Sis Chris, I, I completely get, and I have that feeling many times myself. But I also want to say this. I see hope every single day. First mm. of all, I work with young people. I see young people starting businesses. I see, I see young people creating a different form of leadership than mm. the negative one that we're so That's used it. to. I see people starting schools. I see people start creating African-centered toys. I see people creating books for African children. There is some change happening as well, Chrisella. We mustn't drown in our misery. Sometimes when you don't know yeah. you then believe because look around you find out what is being done That's before true. you criticize exactly exactly but let also our concern drive us we shouldn't mm. we are not at the point where we can sit down and relax we're not we are very far from that point but i'm just saying there are positive developments there are people there are organizations out there that are doing very practical work that inspire me on a daily basis so so let's find them and work with them and join them so where is this happening? Um, so, because right now, as we listen to this conversation, we feel like we need to be part of this movement. <laughs> Please. So as I said, on the 26th, we're going to be on uh, one Elof Street. Um, the, the Kwanzaa uh, celebrations continue. And instead of maybe, um, because we're going to communities like um, Tembisa, we're going to Tuani, we're going to Rustenburg, uh, we are going to Katoras. Uh, and I think the best way for people to find the correct information is to go on Facebook and look okay. for Kwanzaa South Africa. But Africa Kwanzaa with a K. is spelled with a, a, a K and it's double A. Double A at, at the, the end. end. Kwanzaa. Yes. yes. Uh, South Africa. And then they will find all the information about the events that are coming. Um, so, so now I'm promoting events that are happening mostly in um, the Gauteng region and one mm. in Northwest. We are aware that there are initiatives in other parts of the country as well but I'm not able to share the details so people should also look around Facebook and Twitter and other social forums to see maybe something is happening closer to them it's important um, for generational transfer of wisdom That's for very us true. to connect um, That's true. to how African people do things and yes. teach uh, future generations right can I maybe give a number that yes, people yes, can... Yes, yes, please. Um, a number, an email address. And yes. you did mention that Facebook page is Kwanzaa, K-W-A-N-Z-W-A. South Africa. And um, the number to call SMS or WhatsApp is 074-690-4012. That's 074-690-4012. I think please repeat that um, so that we can post it on our social media page. Okay. 07 uh, so the number is 074-690-4012. Thank you. Got that. And we also have the email address of info at, and then comes a long word, ebukosinisolutions.co.za. This is before Twitter days, right? <laughs> because, uh, we are tweet, still a little bit old school. Tweet you know? won't allow you to go this far. But yeah, 140 <laughs> characters. Yes, um, but I guess, uh, you know, with the extension, anything is now possible. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much um, thank you for so teaching. Much. And thank you for being authentically African. And if we do not speak um, until 2019, may you have a joyous season. Togos. Togos. Togos.